You're listening to the Secret Muse Society, where we pull out the things we keep hidden about ourselves. What are the secrets that actually hold us back from the connection we crave? And what happens when we tap into the inspiration we have to offer the world? I'm your host, authenticity coach, Karen Choi. Let's dive in together. Hello. Thank you for coming back. This is the first episode in the Secret Muse Society podcast. I'm Karen Choi, and I'm sitting here in front of my microphone on a bench. I've got my Earl Grey tea with oat milk and honey and a bottle of water. I'm wearing striped happy socks pulled up over my calves to keep my feet warm. And I hope you are cozy too, wherever you are. Or maybe you're busy multitasking, doing something. In any case, thank you so much for coming back. I've got to be honest, when I thought of doing a podcast, the idea was energizing and exciting because it is so new to me. And I just have so many ideas that I want to share with you. And I, I have so much to offer in terms of your authenticity journey that I was just dying to get a platform to help more, to connect with you more. It's funny because once I started getting into the rhythm or the process, I haven't quite gotten a rhythm of it yet because this is the first, <laughs> the process of putting this together, I quickly got overwhelmed by the vision of what I want this to be and the reality of where I am now. That gap just seemed so huge, right? I I wonder if you've been here before where you venture into something totally brand new, something where you do have like base level skills and enough confidence to take the next step, but you know that you're going to be learning along the way. And sometimes it is just so hard to accept that it's not going to be perfect and you have to try and you got to play and be willing to see what happens. Like there's so much emotional risk there, right? Like we want it to feel good, but <laughs> the uncertainty is just, it doesn't feel that great. <laughs> but this is really fun because in that process, I was like writing scripts and getting so into the weeds and the details, started over-editing, overthinking, over-analyzing, and it just didn't sound like me anymore or natural. Because when I am in conversation with you in person and live, I usually don't have a script of every single word I'm going to say. <laughs> I probably don't have the perfect grammar or even using the right words. I stutter sometimes. I don't talk very fast. I am kind of slow in my thoughts and articulation. And so this showing up like this is really scary because it's raw and it's real and it's live and I'm going to make mistakes. But to show up in the other way where it just took so much of a different kind of energy and I could feel myself very quickly not enjoying the process anymore. And seeing myself down the road really tiring myself out because it, that just wasn't me. And the whole purpose of this secret muse society is to embrace our weaknesses in a way, right? And to make that our strength. 
So here am I. So excited that you're back. Today, I want to talk about with you something that drives me crazy, and it is inspired by my husband. My husband is named Yusik, like music without the M. He is Korean, and Yusik is like a translation of his Korean name, Ushik. He's a wonderful man who is very confident, very bold, and he talks a lot. And in our relationship, he has been the talker and I have been the listener. And it's fun to see in our 10 years of marriage and specifically the last two years where we've been going through a lot of personal growth and growth as a couple, how he is starting to become a better listener and more emotionally aware and holding space for me. So it's funny when I've been going through this process of bringing this podcast to life, he has seen me struggle, right? I am not used to being the talker and I do have perfectionist tendencies, which actually bring me to a complete stop and avoidance. (laughs) Thankfully, I have this wonderful podcast editing team at The Ultimate Creative who have me committed to a deadline schedule. So this is what has made this possible. But in this process, Yusik has been like, why is it so hard for you? Just be yourself. That's all you need to do. Just be yourself. And when he says that, I can feel the temperature inside my body rise up from my stomach up to my head, like it just gets hot. And uh, (laughs) I start to boil because just be yourself might be the most annoying advice. Second to that would be just relax. So when I hear just be yourself, I was, it just drove me crazy. Like what, what does that even mean? For a guy who is very confident and has learned to, like, public speaking has never been hard for him. He has always been encouraged to just be himself and was helped to be himself as he grew up. I think that comes from being the firstborn Korean son and for just being a man in society. Whereas me, I am a woman. I am a daughter. And just be yourself was never a thing I heard growing up. And so just feels super flippant and dismissive. It makes me cringe. Like the person giving that advice says, it's just the easiest answer to everything in any situation, right? Like just be yourself. So why, why isn't it easy? Why isn't it just? And why is it so hard? Because unconsciously that little word just actually carries a lot of luggage. I looked it up in the Oxford Dictionary and it defines just as exactly, like precisely, absolutely, completely, totally, entirely, utterly, wholly, and thoroughly, all together in every way, in all respects, down to the ground, to a T, dead on the money, perfect. Yes, my friends, all those words were listed to mean just. A four-letter word loaded with perfectionism, pressure, and a call to vulnerability. And I guess, right, that's the scary part of it. The vulnerable just be yourself as putting yourself out there and having to put yourself out there completely and totally, wholly. And what does that require? 
it requires our full investigation. We have to pull back the covers. We have to peel away all the layers and the dimensions of us in order to just be ourselves. Our past, present, our future, our heart, mind, body, and spirit, our relationships, our roles, current situation and circumstances, and the goals that we're striving to. You have to look at all of you. So of course, no wonder most of us default to avoid just be yourself because there's so much to it. But at the same time, that's where it all is. And that's the philosophy of my coaching as an authenticity coach with a focus there is that you must know yourself better to do better. So in this episode, I want to explore this just be yourself. Why is it so hard for us to show up authentically? And what happens when we aren't true to ourselves? What is the payoff of being authentic? And to give you a few ideas and action to take forward to make it easier today. So why is it so hard to show up authentically? Poet E.E. Cummings writes, To be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make you everybody else means to fight the hardest battle which any human being can fight and never stop fighting. Can I get a hell yeah? (laughs) This world has not set up for us to be ourselves, right? Number one, society has taught us that feelings are meant to be controlled, pushed down, hidden, and then that being given a badge of honor, a sign of strength. Society has taught us that we're not good enough or you're too much of something that's not necessary. Society has taught us that we are defined by our thoughts. So when we have thoughts that scare us, we are scared to share them. We go into shame, guilt, and fear, and perhaps we hide there. Society has taught us that we're defined by how we look, what we have, what we do. And society has taught us that we should look, have, and do in a certain way. (laughs) Society. Society. That's why we need this secret news society. So here we are. That was society. The other part of it being is our human nature to make it hard to show up authentically. Why? Because we have this survival instinct and need to belong, need to be part of the tribe in order to survive. And so we have a fear of what other people think about us. That stops us from speaking up, sharing our feelings, being uncomfortable, just expressing ourselves in the most truest way. I can't help but think about Les Mis and Jean Valjean. And do you remember when he sings the song, Who Am I? That song always comes to mind. I've always thought, who am I? And there's this line in that song that just kind of encapsulates this idea why it's so hard to show up authentically. And it's this, you're going to hear me sing. And I hope you continue listening after this, but This is just so fun. If I speak, I am condemned. 
If I stay silent, I am dead. And can you hear in the background the orchestra going and Colton Wilkinson, he held that note for so long. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Anyway, back to this. What happens when we aren't true to ourselves? When we're not true to ourselves, we suffer. We burn out. We have a low self-esteem. We feel a lack of fulfillment, loneliness, envy, and we have this increased need for approval. Have you had those feelings? Are you having those feelings now in other, in certain areas of your life? I know I have. In my previous workplace, it got to a point where the work and the people I was working with, it just didn't feel aligned anymore. And I was burnt out. I had very low self-esteem, zero confidence. The work felt pointless. I, I didn't feel fulfilled in any way. And that feeling of lack, I brought it home with me too. And loneliness. Oh my gosh, I would sit in the office thinking that, you know, what is the point of having all this team around you when you don't even feel like you're part of the team? And envy. Oh, so much envy for people who were enjoying their careers and thriving in it. Like my husband, for example, who is an entrepreneur. And although he's still in a position where he's building his business and his small business and struggling, I still envied that passion and that sense of purpose. And then an increased need for approval, like, oh my gosh, I will tell you one day in future episode about a conversation with a previous employer. And he told me, he's like, Karen, I'm not here to validate you. Why do you always need my approval? You need to figure that out for yourself. That was a hurtful truth, but it was important because thing about inauthenticity, when you're not being true to yourself, it makes you feel icky. It makes you feel like you're doing something wrong, like almost immoral in a way. And when you're aware of that, then authenticity acts as your inner compass. When you pay attention, it will guide you. It will help pull you out. It's telling you something, right? Like that, that icky feeling when things aren't right, when you're not aligned with what's going on around you, that is a message. So then what are the benefits of being authentic? There's huge payoff. Authenticity at work demonstrates a higher level of performance and greater job satisfaction. People who are authentic at work or with their work are less likely to burn out. And this is really important here because another signal about your authenticity is your energy. What comes easy to you? What is exciting? What energizes you instead of drains you? And authenticity is also kind of like a protective buffer. It navigates challenging situations or conflicts. Actually, I take that back. It's not really a protective buffer. I'm going to come back. It's that inner compass, that anchor. It grounds you. So when you're in a challenging situation or a relationship conflict, your authenticity, being true to yourself when you're in a position of uncertainty, that is the only thing certain in that moment. Living authentically also predicts a happy and satisfied life. And that's why authenticity is so important to me right now. Going back, like all these benefits I've listed here about authenticity are researched and scientifically proven. But authenticity is so important to me in work because 
when we go back to how it predicts happiness and satisfaction in life, that's what I want. I want that for me. I want that for you. I want that for my kids. I want that for my husband. I want that for my friends and my family. I want that for the world. I want us to live satisfied and make it sustainable. Actually, that has become one of my new definitions of success. Success equals sustainable satisfaction. Triple S. All right. So the last piece here, how do we make it easier to show up as our true authentic selves? Well, first, let's start by defining where you are today. What is important to you? What do you care about? Those are your core values. For me, for example, authenticity, (laughs) it's probably not a surprise, is my number one core value. And so when I came to record this episode today, that's where I had to start. How can I show up authentic from an authentic space, an authentic intention? And yes, I might be following a framework. I have some speaking points here, and that is true to the message that I want to share with you and true to the kind of help that I need. You see how like that core value really helps to give you something to work from. And so second, where are you today in terms of your strengths? What are you really good at? What are you so good at that you don't even realize that you're so good at it because it comes super naturally to you? So for example, me, and it feels so weird to say what you're good at out loud, but I'm good at singing and I'm good at bringing music into life. And I actually really love it. It makes me happy and joyful. It puts me in a good space, which leads me to the next thing. Like when you're defining where you are today, what are you curious about? What inspires you? What are you interested in learning? These are all the clues to how you can show up. Second, what can you do with what you have? So we've talked about figuring out, you know, list out five of your core values of what's important to you. What are your greatest strengths? And those being your toolkit, right? What can you do with that? And then you have to trust that you have enough for the moment. What are you working on today that is challenging, that's kind of hard? How can you use your toolkit? See it in a way that it gives you enough to do your very best today. Finally, I want you to reflect on the areas of your life where you might be feeling that ickiness right? Because that's going to show you where you haven't been very authentic. And really start noticing, like, what is stopping you from expressing yourself fully in those areas of your life? Maybe it's a certain relationship or something's happening in your work. Maybe it's around like a specific skill set or a project that you're working on. Maybe you're feeling kind of icky with a a certain friend, or maybe my example, this podcast was a very new project. And I started feeling icky when I was writing out my script word for word and reading it because it just didn't feel like me. I want you to feel like we're just hanging out and we're talking. And so what are the main obstacles that are getting in your way of being real? For me, for example, it was like perfectionism. <laughs> I was scared that if I don't show up with the perfect words, the perfect sentence, the perfect script, that you wouldn't come back. And that might be true for some of you. 
if I allowed that to get in my way, we wouldn't even have this conversation right now. And finally, what are some of the biggest fears you have about being fully yourself or speaking your truth and going for what you want in life? Are you worried about too much about what other people think of you? Are you worried that the wrong people are going to think about something about you? Do you hear the difference there? Like, yes, there are certain people in our lives that we we value what they think. We value their feedback and their input. Those people matter because we know that they are there to support us, encourage us, and they offer unconditional love. But what about the people who don't really matter? And yet we still care what they think. Know that this is ingrained in your biology. And so that's part of what makes being authentic so much of a paradox. It's on one hand, something we all seek and want to achieve. And on the other hand, it goes against our survival instincts. Here's more about the paradox. Authentically, who you are today is one way you want to show up. But in order to be the person you want to become, you have to start embodying that person today. So that also might feel inauthentic or uncomfortable. But here's the thing. This is when it ties back to what you can do today by starting to define where you are with your goals and your strengths. When you are moving towards the person you want to become, and even though it feels icky or uncomfortable or kind of cringy because it, it doesn't, it, it's not really in you yet, you know the difference between being inauthentic and being authentic, becoming who you are and be authentic to that. The difference is based on what you want. Oh, here, I'll give you an example. So for example, I was working on something in my business and it's something that most life coaches do and it's part of their success. And I thought, oh, well, if they do it and we're successful, then maybe I should do it and I will be successful in that way. And so I started doing it and every step of the way, I dreaded it. My gosh, I dreaded it so hard. It made me sick. It just didn't feel right. Like, my stomach, but I pushed through, even though I felt really like ill to my bones about it. I pushed through not because I knew that that was the right medium for me, but because I knew I had to push through that learning in order to get to my next step, which actually brought me here to the podcast. If I hadn't pushed through that first process of trying and iterating on that offering, I wouldn't have gotten here to this podcast. And and guess what? When I got to this podcast, the process was so much fun. And it was energizing. I was motivated and inspired. And yeah, I had those moments where I was totally avoiding it. I had total creative blocks. But this work excited me. So if I had stopped and let my idea of, oh, this isn't right. This isn't me with the previous project, I wouldn't have gotten here to finding, ah, this is me, I think. And this is a new awareness of what is right and what is true. So that's where I want to leave you. If you are inspired to action from this podcast, I would love to see you sit down for a moment, reflect and write, or perhaps meditate on what are your core values? Just revisit that list, write them down, 
five words and also what are your greatest strengths? What comes easy to you? What energizes you? What's curious? Why? What do you want to learn? Just start brainstorming. Just put it all down on paper to see where you are today. I think this is a really valuable exercise to do every few months. I actually do it every time I open up a new notebook and I write down all of my values and my strengths on the first few pages to remind myself where I am starting today. Okay, let me know how that goes for you. And you can do so by connecting with me on Instagram at karenchoi.co. It's, we're new here. And can I ask you for a favor? I'm curious to see if we can get this podcast on the list of new and noteworthy in Apple Podcasts. That would be like a dream come true for me. So all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and a review and leave what you honestly think and feel. It's all good. If it's one star for effort or five stars to keep going, I just love to see your engagement there. And it would really help to get this podcast seen and heard by other people who are looking for content, inspiration, encouragement, tips and advice, and just want to just get real in life. All right. I would really appreciate that. You can get all the links you need in the show notes below. And that's it for today. It is so good to be here with you. And I'm going to tell you, I planned for this episode to launch strategically, energetically, strategically. Does that make sense? But February the 2nd, 2022, that is 0202 which has 22222, which are five twos. We're going to do a little bit of math. Two times five is 10. 10, when you break the number apart, is one plus zero equals one. And in numerology, it is the beginning. And that's really what I see this podcast being a beautiful beginning to really showing some love and compassion, getting really honest about our secrets and our shadows, and using those fears as fuel for our lives, fuel for fulfillment, fuel for our success, which again, success being sustainable satisfaction. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you're enjoying this and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks again for listening. I'm Karen Choi. Take care, beautiful. for listening to the secret muse society don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode and if you haven't yet please go to apple podcasts to rate and review this podcast so other modern muses like you can find us too i invite you to continue the conversation and connect with me on instagram at karenchoy.co join me next week for more secrets inspired by you i'm karen Choi. until next time stay gold